Podcast. This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava, and it is Saturday, and it has been a big day. I do have a really big topic that I want to talk about today that's been on my mind since this morning. Really, really interesting kind of development with eBay's authenticity program that I want to talk to you about. I also want to talk to you about the recent Yeezy 700 Sun release. So we can start with the Yeezys because that was really the biggest uh, release that we've had this week, other than the Notre Dunks, which also came out, I guess, today. And that's, I guess, something else we should talk about, too. The Yeezy 700s, though, they released on a few sites. They were pretty limited. Very, very ugly colorway, in my opinion. I didn't like them that much. They may grow on me. I mean, they don't look as bad as some of the other colorways that they've done, especially in some of the 380 colorways and stuff, like the the blue oat, or there's that disgusting like electric green colorway that was gross on those. So not as bad as some of the other uh, Yeezy silhouette colorways that have come out, but definitely not the greatest one in my opinion. But they had some resale because they were super limited, and the price was dropped from 300 bucks to 240 dollars for retail. So. 60 extra dollars to work with there. You can definitely make some money when you have a little bit more room to wiggle with. So that was a release that happened and it it was all right. A lot of people had trouble trying to get them. Yeezy Supply was a complete pain this morning. There was very few kind of ways of getting the shoes that worked very well. So I ended up not copying on there. I ended up not copying on some of the other sites. So took a huge L on those. Then Nike at 10 o'clock released the Noter dunk collab that they did on thursday i think i think they came out on thursday they released those today on the sneakers app as well as the uh, they did a shock drop of the lebron 8 graffitis so like they did a a lebron 8 in their graffiti colorway that they've done in several lebrons since then and so those shock drop they they i think loaded up on the sneakers app at like literally like 9:59. so very very late and you didn't know and they released a 10 and so those came out the notre dunks came out and then there was the jordan 5 low i think it was the chinese new year colorway those all release at the same time now typically the sneakers app has been really really good at handling traffic these past i don't know probably 11, 12 months. I haven't really had any issues. There was the last time I remember traffic being very, very bad was the Strange Love release in 2020 in February. So it's been a while. In the past two releases, both on Friday and today, the sneakers app was complete trash. It was really bad. It was completely difficult to try and even get a payment submitted. I couldn't load up the shoes and my my internet was good. So it was just kind of weird how it was taking so long to load. And there's just a lot of like technical issues. I saw a lot of people having issues with that on the sneakers app today as well in congruence with yesterday. So something's going on. I don't know if Nike has just like had an issue with their servers. I don't know if there's that many more entries for sneakers. It's very weird. It's not something that's really been happening all that much. So if you're new to this and you like hate the sneakers app right now, I get it. That's probably what you're feeling because if you've only done these two releases, you're like, I don't understand how anybody goes to these things. I want to throw my phone off a wall. That's where we're all at. If you do just enter on your phone and on your computer and stuff, I think that they'll fix it pretty soon. It's not something that's kind of standard or or par for the course. They're usually pretty good about getting the app working. And that was like a problem that they used to have back in, I think, 2019, 2018, when the sneakers app was like first really kind of in its beginning stages. It was kind of an issue. And it seems like it's been a little bit of an issue just these past couple of days. So we'll see what's going on there. They, They could just be doing some server updates and stuff and just say, hey, you know, these 
these two releases are going to kind of suck, but we have to do whatever we need to do to keep things moving internally. You never know. So I'll keep my eyes on that and let you know what's going on with those. But the biggest thing today was that I had to call eBay. I had to call eBay because I sent a very pricey item out. It was like a $600 console. It wasn't a PlayStation. It wasn't an Xbox. It was this uh, like limited edition console that plays like old games and stuff like that. Really, really cool. I sold it around Christmas, shipped it out in January, the beginning of January, because I had a long lead time on it because the buyer asked me to put a longer lead time. So I just said, hey, you know, I'll put it at a 30-day lead time. No problem. I'll ship it to you when you get home. He said he was out of state or whatever, visiting family. Fine. So I put the label on it whenever he asked me to, shipped it to his house. The following two days afterwards, he messaged me on eBay like two days after and said, hey, I got a box that was completely empty, completely sealed. Did you not send it? And I was like, kind of like paused. I was like, what do you mean? Did I not send it? Like, like who seals a box and sends it? Unless you're a scammer, but you can see like I have well over 200 feedback on eBay. It's not like I, and they're all positive. So it's not like I'm just like running around scamming people and build up my feedback somehow. So I was kind of confused. I was like, no, I, I sent it to you and, and everything. Long story short, he filed a return and the guy from eBay said, just wait. Wait and see what happens. If it's really missing and he signed for it, because I made him sign for it because it was an expensive item. If he signed for it and he said it's missing off his porch, he's going to have to file a police, a police report for us to even do anything about it. Because at that point, like that's hearsay. Like, like the guy's just kind of, we're trusting his word and we're not going to screw the seller out just because of, of whatever this guy's saying. So he said, just wait. Whenever that time comes around, we'll automatically make sure that he has to file a police report. You don't have to do anything. Fine. This morning, the buyer contacts me. He says, you haven't done anything about this. I am filing a thing with eBay, a case with eBay. And immediately it was said that it was supposed to be returned to me. So I was pretty bad. I was like, well, they told me that this was not how it was going to go. This is what I called them afraid of. And this exact thing happened. So I called eBay and explained the situation and all that kind of stuff. Good. What I didn't know, and, and this is this is important because most of you probably sell sneakers and I sell a lot of sneakers as well. What I didn't know is that eBay has their sneaker authentication program now in place. And, and I knew that. But what I didn't know is I had a sneaker that I sent out that apparently had a mark on it. I don't think it left here with the mark. I think that it got like when they took it out of the box, it got dirty or whatever. They passed it to the next guy. It was dirty. He said, hey, this doesn't line up with what the guy listed as a new shoe. Send it back to me. That's fine. It was dirty, though. So like the heel had like some dirt on it. They, the guy that I called on eBay said, are you calling about your sneaker case? And I kind of paused. I was like, what, what sneaker case? He's like, for the sneakers that are getting returned. And I was like, oh, okay, like that's, that's fine. But at the end of the conversation, I said, hey, what were you saying about those sneakers? Is there something, that I, something wrong with what happened? He said, well, basically every time a sneaker doesn't pass the authentication program, whether it's that the sneaker is verified as inauthentic or that there's something that doesn't line up with your listing, you're automatically, the, the transaction is automatically canceled on your behalf by eBay. It goes against you as an INAD and gets sent back to you immediately. And I was like, wait, 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 I'm fine with the, the first and the last. The INAD thing is not good. He's like, no, 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 that's not good because it counts against your positive transactions as a buyer. And once you hit point, I think it's 0.5 or 0.05% on eBay as having item not as described, INADs, you can't be a top-rated seller. I am a top-rated seller. I've been selling on eBay for over two years now, and I sell a pretty good volume on there. And I was like, well, whoa, 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 that's like not good. I get a lot of sales because I'm a top-rated seller, and I get a lot of money saved on shipping. 
He's like, yeah, I know, but like basically when we get those shoes and they don't line up with what you say, we close it out on your behalf. So right now we're just counting it as a case that you didn't do anything about. And I was like, well, that's not right. He's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, why well, offer free shipping? How, like, I offer free returns. I mean, free returns, free shipping. Like, I do everything that you want me to do. It, if, the, if it doesn't line up, I'm fine with that. I do my best. I buy all my sneakers directly from Nike or sites that, that are very, very real, legitimate Nike, like, boutiques and stuff. I'm not just going out and, like, buying these from China. So we know that they're authentic. If they don't line up and I checked it and something happens in transit, fine. I'll take my losses on shipping. Whatever you want to do is fine. But you can't say that what I that that I have no say in the matter and you had to close it out on my behalf and because you had to jump in on a case for me that I am not being responsible and you have to you have to dock me like eBay's uh, kind of system that they use to say how good of a, a seller you are you can't dock me on my metrics for that that's ridiculous he's like yeah I know we've gotten a lot of complaints about it I'm like I can imagine why like you realize you're basically taking our top rated seller metric away from us for something we can't control you can control your sneakers when you leave you can control that they're authentic you can control the condition they leave and fine but they're saying the reason why you're getting docked isn't because of any of those things it's because they have to close the case for the shoes in your behalf because they don't have the system set up for it and that kind of pissed me off because i was like at that point now what like i was like well how do i how do i get sneakers through you guys that's like a major risk for my business i do most of my business on ebay that's a major risk for me and he's like well i would encourage you to do more sneakers on there and still keep with and i'm like well yeah i'm probably going to but now i may need to open up a second ebay account that i run only sneakers on that way if something bad happens i'm not getting all these inads that basically go against my metrics and prevent me from selling or prevent me from being a top rated seller like that's ridiculous and he's like yeah i know i'll put in a feedback for you he was super nice, but like you guys got to understand, being a top-rated seller has a lot of perks, and it's not just that you get a badge. The badge is kind of worthless, in my opinion. Like some people think it matters. The real thing is that ever since I had a top-rated seller badge, the listings on eBay that I've listed have gone up in the search results to near the top, and I've sold a lot faster. It's just the way it goes, and it makes sense that they would cater towards their top-rated sellers. So when they're going and saying hey, we just don't have the infrastructure to allow you to close a case for this and we don't know what to do about it. So because our system is whenever a case is filed against you to automatically dock you on your metrics and give you an item not as described, we're just going to keep that process for something whenever something goes wrong with your sneakers. And, and it's not because the sneakers have something wrong with them. It's because they don't have a way for you to say, hey, send me my sneakers back and give the money to the buyer. They don't have a way for you to hit the refund button and refund the buyer. Since they have to manually do that, they're docking the seller. And that's, it's ridiculous. I mean, at that point, you got to wonder, is it even worth it selling on eBay, selling sneakers, if you do a lot of volume in other categories? And that's a real thought for me. I'm thinking about trying to switch it up and maybe having a second eBay account where I start doing some volume on sneakers and then doing a lot of my other stuff on my main eBay account. It's not the best and it'll take a little bit of time to build up. And eBay may not like that, but what am I supposed to do? And what are we supposed to do? You want to be able to have your eBay account in high standing. That gets you better sales, better shipping costs, and better viewership on their search results. And they're docking you for it if the only reason they're docking you for it is because there's no way for you to log on to eBay if your shoes don't pass authentication 
and say refund the buyer for free. There's just no way to do it. They never built that in. And so it's fine. I think it's a good idea to do that if they're inauthentic. If they're Chinese fakes or something, fine. If they came from some other place or you sewed them up in your basement and obviously they look bad, fine. Dock the seller. The, the person selling those is an idiot. But if it's something where it got stained or like it was in the rain and the box gets a little bit damaged because the, the driver of the shipping company left it in the rain, they're docking you for an INAT on that because you can't log on to eBay and hit return or refund the buyer which is kind of a huge like issue for me because that's like I said that's that's one of the ways I make more money is by having that so I'm going to try and keep in in the loop with this because he said that there's been a lot of complaints obviously there's probably been a lot of complaints you're at a major risk selling sneakers on there if they don't pass authentication because each time that happens I he told me I only need like three pairs of sneakers not to pass and then I get dinged and I can't be a top rated seller like, I'm going to lose my mind if I call them up and have to try and convince them to give me that back. So it's something where I'm thinking about trying to build up a second eBay account, maybe buying some really cheap stuff or any of my personal stuff on it and just building up that feedback and then listing sneakers on there, just keeping things moving. So that's what I'm on right now. That's what I'm thinking about. Hopefully that helps you out. If you are selling sneakers, I wouldn't give up. I would just kind of make sure that you're taking great care of the goods you're sending out and being a responsible seller, because obviously either I dropped the ball or somebody else dropped the ball there, I'm going to probably take responsibility for it just because that's how things work when you're a business owner. But at the same time, it just kind of sucks. So just keep that in mind when you're selling sneakers. Make sure you really inspect them. Make sure you're really on top of them before you send them out, because it's important. You could really, really screw up your eBay account if you start sending in sneakers that have a small flaw or something and you don't note it. So Hopefully that helps you out. I'm going to get this thing wrapped up right now, but you guys have a great rest of your Saturday. If you do get any value from this podcast, you just want to go to the Apple Podcast app or the uh, Spotify app and just leave me a five-star review on the podcast. Go to both. Go to both. That'd be awesome too. If you just want to go and leave me a five-star review though, throw any questions you have in there. I make sure I read those. Anything that you want to say, I love getting feedback, uh, but it really helps me grow the podcast and reach more people. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap this thing up. You guys have a great rest of your Saturday. I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.